proudly exhibiting the talents and inspirational stories of the world's blind. This is the UVC Interview Thursdays podcast. Hello, honorable members of United Vision Connect. This interview Thursday, I have special guests. They are special as they are the force behind this elite and gifted group. I take great pleasure in welcoming Rocco and Marilyn on the board who are admin, administrative members of the admin panel of Vision Connect. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, let me uh, hope all of you, both of you are well and doing good. Yes, yes. Please, sir. So, Rocco coming for, for uh, uh, and this is addressed to both of you, Marilyn Rocco. Now, before I get into other questions, my first question is, how do you see United Vision Connect right now? Okay, great question. It's a continu- continuous pr- progress at the moment. Right now, I think we have <clears throat> lots of stuff in the pipeline at the moment. Great progress is happening in United Vision Connect, but I mean, there's always still room for improvement. But we're doing pretty good so far. Well, that's wonderful uh, working. Marilyn, I've been following your uh, your lovely postings in the group, specifically the geography. And how do you get all these stuff? How do you get the information? So much uh, mm-hmm. unique information. Can you just share with honorable members? Well, I get most of the information from the internet. I when I post the information for Health and Wellness Wednesday, I try I post things that is going to enlighten people about different foods and fruits and vegetables and stuff like that and things that can help them nutritionally and health-wise and to help them to understand about different diseases and stuff like that and the signs and stuff that will help them with their health and stuff like that. That's so wonderful, so wonderful. Under your guidance group is doing great. Now, coming to you, Rocco, can you just throw some light about yourself? How have you been come up uh, on uh, this forum? If if my memory serves me correct, you are also a great cricketer along with a genius cricketer. Technical genius, rather than technical genius. Well, I mean, this is a strong statement you make when you use when you define the word great. I'm not too sure about that, but as it's a beauty in the eyes. Well, you're being you modest. You're being modest you. by saying so. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, our own initiative is basically with United Vision Connect in terms of bringing people together from every nook and cranny of the world. That is our that that is our main purpose to unite people, to bring people together. Because over a number of years, in the black community, um, we all been marginalized by society. We all been marginalized by our family. So this is one of the main thing with United Vision Connect. It's basically to bring people together, let people know, you know, hey, there is a place called United Vision Connect whereby we got a bunch of lovely people whereby we all can able to connect, share, enlighten, educate, motivate, uplift each other in every possible way that we can. Well, can you throw some light about your academic career, your 
your life as a visually challenged or a blind person because that will be a source of inspiration to many and this question all i would request after you madeline also should take this question by request okay you want me to go first oh please ladies first <laughs> okay thank you okay um my visual impairment is i have glaucoma in one eye and i have uveitis in the other eye um my visual impairment did not start from birth but i had visual problems from a young age um when i was in the second grade i was hit in the eye with a zipper and after that happened um i developed cataracts and i had cataract removal surgeries and um i later on um developed uh glaucoma um going to school um i was able to go to regular school and i um the teacher just sat me in the front of the room so i i can see the the chalkboard but i was able to um go to school um in regular school throughout my education um okay I'm, quite a challenging task yes and i mostly was able to um manipulate you know walking without a cane or anything i just started using a cane maybe in 2005 that's when my vision has started um deteriorating okay and rocco okay. would like to uh, take up yes yeah, well oh, sorry go on Yes, Rocco sir, would you like to throw some light on your challenges? Hello. Rocco. Rocco sir, would you like to throw some challenges on? Yes. Okay, great. Okay. <clears throat> It seems you have a latency, but I can I can hear you guys. Okay, so what do you mean? first of all um somewhere back in 1998 um you know what discovered with glaucoma diagnosed with glaucoma rather and you know um it was kind of a bit challenging i would say maybe for the first two three years um in terms of like um seeing the work on the school board and stuff I remember one time i mean i used to have to be sitting like way in front of the class just in order for me to see the work and stuff <clears throat> that a teacher put on the board and um gradually like from 1998 into somewhere 2000 2002 you know my vision that gradually started to deteriorate and those kind of stuff um i have the um keratoconia and also glaucoma so um that was just i would say the, the the first couple of years in terms of like um navigating my way around and stuff but thereafter you know I took mobility training and you know it was pretty okay for me to get around from point A to point B 
Yeah. Okay, quite challenging life. Now, uh, I, I, I'm switching a little track and getting you know, some wider questions. Uh, with the advent of technology, uh, would you still recommend Braille as the primary medium for blinds or would you say accessibility, like uh, accessible technology should be considered premier in comparison to Braille? A blind should only be branded with Braille. No. Well, well my take on that is um, I didn't learn Braille until, well, I didn't start learning Braille until maybe 2008 or 2009. And I first started uh, went to learn Braille because I used to play cards with my children or I used to play board games with my children and being that my vision has started to deteriorate um, I learned that they had the same games in braille so I learned the braille so I was able to continue to play with my children and in learning the braille I realized I was able to use it um, at work as well as far as labeling my folders and labeling my files and stuff like that. And I also use it at home as far as labeling my seasonings, you know, for when I'm cooking and stuff like that. So I do believe that Braille is, even though technology is more advanced now, I do believe Braille still can play a, a part in a blind or visually impaired person's life. All right, uh, Rocco, sir, what's your take on the subject? Oh, yes, most definitely, I would concur with that. I mean, um, for me personally, to be honest, should I say I'm ashamed of it? I don't know, but, you know, I don't know Brill, period. Well, <laughs> I mean, even, um, even I'm blind since birth, and even, even I am I'm rubbish with this. I don't know Brill at all. So, <laughs> that's perfectly all right, sir. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but at one time, I remember I was trying to learn the Brill, but... When I'm looking at all those little dots, I was like, man, what kind of what kind of design is that? But it just never impressed me to learn Braille. But to be honest with you, I think right now, still, there are room for Braille because um, you can't really always focus and depend so much on technology. <laughs> Sometimes technology fails us, right? Um, for me, I've been involved in technology from since... 2002, I would say. That's roughly about 18 years now. Um, it started off with a computer literacy and started off with information technology. And, you know, um, the rest is history. You know, I know my way around. No, no, I know you're a, tech, you're a technical <laughs> genius. That, that's a known fact. No, 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 a, yeah, Go on. The fact is that in developing nations, there is a lot of talk of inclusivity. Now, when we talk of inclusivity, uh, we have to think beyond Braille. Mm -hmm. We have to think beyond Braille. Yeah, but like now, well, I know here in the United States, they're putting Braille on a lot of the things to help the blind and visually impaired be more independent. So like on the elevators, they have the Braille and on the floors they have the braille right now in the subways they also have um, braille 
markings and stuff like that. So in in those ways, I mean, Braille to me, it also helps a person in their independence as well. Uh, now let me talk a little bit about uh, Act 508, which protects visually challenge of blind people in the United States and probably, I guess, uh, since you're from the Caribbean, but uh, uh, you people can throw some light on this. How effective it is, this act is on ground level? Act 508. Um, you said the Act 508? Yes, if I'm correct, that's that's for the blind people, uh, that's for disabled people in the United States. But since you've been here to the United States, you and Rocco, so can you just share with us, uh, viewers, how practical, because you know, certain things are legislated, but how effective they are when it comes to ground rea realities. Okay, um, I'm not familiar with the 508 law, but um, as, as a blind or visually impaired person in the United States, um, they do have um, certain things in place for us um, they do have certain laws and stuff in place for us um, they do still need some improvement as far as um, employment and um, things in, in that nature but as far as um, trying to make um, accommodations for the blind and visually impaired um, in the United States they they are making um, headway that's wonderful now Rocco sir would you just throw on light on this uh, United Nations Charter of uh, Disabled Charter 2007 how uh, has it been uh, I mean what uh, it has not been properly implemented in most uh, most countries so how can United Vision Connect be an important uh, uh, platform which, which could actually help this charter to be, to, uh, to be implemented at ground level? Um, can you, can you, you kind of fade now. Can you, can you please repeat the question? Yeah, please. I'm saying UNCR, uh, United Nations uh, Charter for Disabled. Okay, um, I missed the question to be honest with you, but from what I gather, you're asking me the 2007 United Nations Chartered Law, something like that you said, right? Yes, and said? how could United, how could United be an important platform for... And you're asking the question, how, how will United Vision Connect be a part of that? Yes. And how could it play a role in, in getting this act? Because this United Vision Connect has people from different parts of the globe. So how can it be a force? <coughs> okay. okay, first of all, I think one of the things that we need to do um, be register well, be registered as an organization and um, do and then do the necessary and some of the necessary stuff that we would like to do with um in terms of like making a difference in the lives of persons who are blind and visually impaired from different parts of the world one of the things that we would like to do um 
the standard of living, first of all, education, and likewise, um, employment. Because employment is one of the main issue for us as blind and visually impaired people. It doesn't matter where in the world you are. This is a really, really great problem. So this is some of the stuff definitely that we would like to do. Um, being registered as an organization, as a United Vision Connect organization. Oh, that's a breaking because news? Because oh, there's so much need, as I said, um, in different parts of the world right now. So um, if I understand your question correctly, this is some of the stuff definitely that we would like to embark on. Being yeah, registered right. as an um, as an NGO. That's a, that's a great news and that's a breaking news for all our listeners who are listening to this interview. Wonderful. Now, <laughs> how do you see this at at present, or rather this uh, charter at present? How how do you see? Because there's a divide between developing and developed countries when it comes to implementation of charter in letter and spirit. Okay, you ask the question. How do we see um, with a charter law in developed countries and developing and developing of countries? Right? Is that absolutely, a question? Absolutely, exactly, exactly. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, you see, over the years, developed developing countries been always at the bottom of the table in layman's term. Let's put it this way: been always at the bottom of the table. Uh, a lot of the first world countries somewhat always seems to get most of the prop, but nevertheless. Um, it's a, it's a process whereby our leaders in our respective countries or territory, they are the one who need to stand up and um, do whatever they have to do. And unlikewise, our politician, for us as blind and visually impaired uh, persons or persons with disability on the whole, we're the one who need to get out there to make things happen for us because um, someone look someone will look at the United States or Great Britain or let's say Canada it just did not happen overnight it was a continual struggle for many many years and it's still a struggle um, to be to have some sort of recognition for persons or government um, whether in the public sector or the private sector to recognize persons who are living with disability and I think in developing countries around the world one of the things we need to take that same pattern whereby standing fighting for the rights of persons with disability um, in our geographical location and if we cannot be able to do such things I think we're going to end up being the same way all the time so you mean a, work, a lot of work ahead for us to accomplish, task yet to I accomplish? Think, I well, think what I think is education um, is the key. And with a lot of people or a lot of government or got a, a lot of government officials don't realize the capability of a person who is blind or visually impaired and all that they can do so as once we are registered and we can get out there and inform the people that can open up the doors well that's a great job that's a, that's a great job i know it's, it's, it's a herculean task but yes there's a, there's a way. well education is always the key right i mean without education 
basically you're nothing. And one of the things for us is blind and visually impaired people. We need we need to be the motivator. We are we are the one who need to pick ourselves off the ground and dust ourselves off and educate ourselves. There are there, there, there are so much out there that's available. You know, sometimes a lot of time we always think that there's nothing literally out there, but I always say this world belongs to us. And there is so much out there that we, um, as persons with disability, I want to say- No, sir, my, my supplement question with regard to United UN, UNCR 2007 is, United Nations Charter for Disabled 2007 is, that this uh, charter talks about inclusivity and creating conducive atmosphere for disabled in, in a nation who are signatories to this nation. They are bound to create conducive atmosphere and inclusivity. Now, how practically do you see that is happening? As I said, there are some, there are some airways. I think um, over the years, there are quite a number of stuff have been implemented, but there is always still room for improvement. Um, because in terms of accessibility, um, in some place, um, in some place, you probably may go to, maybe the sidewalk ain't good enough, um, for a blind person to maneuver around with a cane. That's one. Sometime, maybe the transportation, we look at the transportation service. Sometimes the transportation service ain't that good enough either. So for persons with disability, sometimes... Um, we always on the back end of everything um, end up being suffering because of some of the basic necessity that we should be able to access. So do you advocate inclusivity? Uh, this question is addressed to both of you, uh, uh, Rocco and Marilyn. Or do you mm -hmm. talk of special uh, institution and establishment for uh, disabled? Or differently able. Let me put it in a best way. Yeah, let's... Differently able. Do you do you do you advocate inclusivity or special institutions for them? You wanna, well, you right now, right now, um, we haven't really advocated um, for um, the blind, originally impaired in in the different um, countries or aspects. Right now, uh, right now we at the bottom at the ground but that's one of the um, things that we're going to be looking into as far as advocating in different areas oh that's great Rokosan what's your take Oh, sorry about that. You just get a delay. Okay, yeah, my take is my take is basically the same. Um, right now, at the moment, um, in terms of inclusivity, we haven't done much in that regard as yet. Because, as I say to you, one of the things that we want to do first, register as an organization, and then take up the mantle whereby um, advocating for all of the stuff that I've mentioned um, early on, with the um, education, housing, job, etc. Um, better, um, better accessibility, technology, etc. So, as it is right now at the moment, these are all the stuff that we have in the pipeline at the moment. But with in due time, very soon, this is some of the venture definitely we would like to take on as a United Vision Connect. Now, as an administrative member of United Vision Connect, my question is to, directed to both of you. 
what are the challenges do you encounter in administering this group what are the challenges do you really find that that uh, at the moment you're finding uh, in, in context, maybe uh, with, that can be i mean in any, any aspect not only with interaction with the members conduct or inform i mean what, what could you just throw some light on this are there any challenges you people are encountering um well right now uh some of the challenges are um trying to get people to interact more um with the people from all over the world cuz we have people in the group that's um from all over and trying to get them all to interact act um communicate cuz communication is a big key as well. so trying to get them to do that on a on a regular basis but um other than that um we haven't really run across too many challenges rocko your take can you guys hear me yeah yes. please go ahead sir okay great Yes, I mean <clears throat> some of the challenges the question you asked. I think in any group settings you're going to get you're going to get um challenges because one of the thing we need to look at we're dealing with people from various various ethnicity, culture, um background, etc. and it could be quite challenging sometimes in terms of bringing people together. Um as Marilyn rightly said, communication is always the key because sometimes you're going to get people maybe sometimes misunderstand each other and as a hardman sometimes this is whereby you need to take up the leadership role and get involved in the middle because one of the thing you don't want anyone to be having any sort of hatred and those kind of stuff towards each other any uh, animosity so um these are some of the few challenges I'll say that we possibly may in encounter from time to time you know it's very difficult sometimes to actually bring people together and get people to be able to communicate on those kind of stuff and i think so far what we have been able to done um over a year and a half in the existence of united vision connect um get people to able to build a bond with each other and so far it has been going well but you know from time to time you're going to get people could be quite in district in in this in in, in district of malicious but apart from that um it 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 has been going good so far and uh, you know what we are doing right now we want to help people we want to make a difference in the lives of people i mean we're not getting paid to to do what we are doing you know what i mean um we all have you know different responsibility in our own private lives but nevertheless because of our genuine love and admiration for people um especially persons who are blind visually impaired like ourselves we know what it's like some of the challenges that they are going through because we ourselves encounter number of challenges in our in our lives from day to day so in whatever way that we can able to reach out to persons who like who, who just like ourselves i think it's a great great honor serving people certainly sir you're doing a great job now before before i uh, let you people go just any uh, word of uh, message to the honorable members who are listening this 
uh, interview to our great members who are listening this any suggestion any message from both of you marilyn and rocco would like to say something to the honorable listeners who are listening this interview at this moment well um i just want to thank all of the members and all of their participation as well um in united vision connect because there's a lot of um a lot of talent out there in united vision connect and i just want to thank them all for their all participation and um you just want to see um united vision connect grow um physically and emotionally and as well as um grow as far as um an organization yes yeah, so definitely definitely I will concur with that i want to say to all of the wonderful people in united vision connect let us all remain with each other because i like to always say that united we stand divided we fall there is no need for us to segregate among ourselves because our vision aspiration and dream it will not happen at all if we disintegrate from each other let us all remain let us all stay positive let us all stay focused and let us have a creative dream and a creative vision because as long as we have a dream we put this into reality as long as we have a vision we're going to put everything into perspective in everything that we want to do as a group as an organization yes we may have our differences from time to time but let us all remain positive and let us remain focused as a united vision connect body well rocco sir before i let you go one impo- imp- uh, subject which really connects you and me very well is cricket and without a question of cricket i think this interview won't be that <laughs> complete so how do you- how do you see the future of blind cricket in caribbean and in general well to be honest with you the future of blind cricket um in here in the west indies um i think some of the challenges that we have been encountering over the years something called finance the capital in terms of moving from point a to point b in terms of getting involved in different tournaments i think um to be honest there's a little bit more the west indies cricket board can um be uh, a little bit more involved in blind cricket because um the way they actually treat the conventional cricket is not the same for um the blind cricket i still believe blind cricket have a lot of room um in the world um i would like to see blind cricket technically um develop a whole lot better from all across the world well it's a pleasure speaking to both of you you know as picasso said painting is a profession of blind as not because he sees it but because he can feel it and you have painted this vision connect united vision connect with colors of wisdom music humor i mean it's so beautifully painted uh, many thanks marilyn and rocco for spending your time and coming on board and speaking your mind on this and ladies and gentlemen uh, there's a breaking news by rocco and marilyn that united vision connect uh, is a registered body so it is is going to be a force in ta- uh, reckon in time to come Once again, um uh, I kind of missed I kind of missed that part. Can you please repeat that? Uh, for this interview. 
hope honorable listeners you may have liked it thank you very much and thank you very much for your time and and i appreciate and i appreciate that for you uh, from you as well buddy thanks a lot for this interview thanks a lot yeah. for this interview and let us all remain with each other thank you so much it's a pleasure interviewing you great administration panel i think this is one of the different interview of its kind because we have the administrative panel rocco and marilyn on board and uh, hope viewers listeners would like it thank you very much once again many thanks many thanks many thanks many thanks